Good morning. Welcome to Daily Rema with Donzin Julius. Shall we pray? Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, our Lord and Maker, we thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for this beautiful week. Thank you for the second Sunday in the month of July. Dear God, be thou exalted in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the victories over the night. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for all the blessings and the benefits attached to life. Dear God, be thou glorified in the name of Jesus. Our Lord and Maker, this morning we come before you. Having nothing to have, first whom we are before you. And we hereby plead for mercy over all our sins and iniquities, Lord. Please have mercy upon us and forgive us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. My Lord and Maker, let the blood of Jesus, the blood of atonement, atone for us. And let the efficacy of the blood cleanse us, spirit, soul, and body, and make us whole in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit Divine, this very day, we ask for grace and capacity to please you in all our endeavors. Dear God, please grant us the grace. Lead us, guide us. Other steps, direct our paths. Keep us away from all forms of evils and temptations this day in the name of Jesus. All our engagement will commit to your evil hands. Bless and prosper those that are not contrary to your will, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, dear God. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen, 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 fire. God bless you. Good morning once again. You are highly welcome. Please kindly join me as I open my Bible to the book of Genesis, chapter number 3. Genesis, chapter number 3. The book of the beginning. The third chapter, by God's special grace, Let's take the uh, anchor scripture from verse 1 through to verse 7. Genesis chapter number 3, verse 1 to 7. I'm reading from the New King James Version of the Bible this morning. God bless you as we follow the readings. Now, the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God has made. And he said to the woman, As God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruits of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat, nor Shall you touch it, lest you die? Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be, you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So, the, so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant 
to the eyes, and、uh, a tree desirable to make one wise. He took off, she took off it. She took off his fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. Hallelujah. God bless you. This is episode ten of living within divine mandate. Living within divine mandate. As I've always told you, that your divine mandate mandate is your divine blueprint. Or the topic is actually living within divine blueprint. But it all means the same thing: divine mandate, divine assignment, divine direction, divine instruction, divine architectural design, divine paperwork, divine engagement. Div- I mean, original destiny. So, whichever one you call it, you are still in your rightful. Ah,、uh, senses. God bless you. Looking at our text this morning, you can see the original design of God for man in this place being perverted or being manipulated away from man. Under this topic, we have been going through things we must know and do as well. Knowing is not good enough, but knowing and doing it, like we are reading the Bible every day. Reading Bible every day is not good enough, but reading and applying it, the application of the Bible in our life. Is what make it was rich meaning to it, but if I am reading Bible, I'm teaching Bible, I'm behaving otherwise. How on earth will people see God through me? It won't happen. So by God's special grace, we have been looking at some points. Point number one is know your identity, know whom you are in the hand of God. Number two, know and、uh, and separate. General instructions from personal instructions. Number three, do well to ask God questions of what, where, when, how, who. Those questions are so important. Number four, living the life of implicit obedience. Oh, implicit obedience, obedience without questions. I I call it living in divine instruction. When God gives you instruction, you live by it. You can see what God gave them the instruction of not eating the fruit, but she went ahead. She ate out of it, and that was how we find ourselves. In what we are enjoying in the world today, 
the wickedness and all the evil. Because we want our eyes to be opened. Then, number five, we thought on learn how to keep secrets. Even the Bible says, shut your mouth from him that lies on your chest, either your wife or your husband. That is what it means. There are some secrets you don't divulge anyhow. Number six, know and keep to your limit. Know your boundaries. Don't allow anything, not even emotion, not even pressure to push you overboard. Don't allow that. The Bible says the spirit moves something from uh, Sora to Esther Hall. It doesn't move beyond that place at that time. If it moves beyond, it will, it will find trouble. And the number seven, which was the point we treated yesterday. Know and guide against your weaknesses or your weakness. Your weak point. You should know your weak point. Know your strength. Know where the uh, 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 the, the, the elasticity of your strength lasts so that you don't stretch beyond your boundary. So you must know your weak point so as not to be uh, destroyed by that same weakness. Remember I told you yesterday, the weakness you don't take care of now will definitely take care of you. So don't joke with your weaknesses. Number eight this morning is that watch what you eat and drink and where you eat them. Watch what you eat and drink and where you eat them. You can see from right from Genesis the reason why man was out of divine blueprint of God was nothing but food. Food was the bait that the devil used. He used the food as the bait. Food is very good, very important for man. But let me tell you this morning. We are not living to eat. No matter how important food is to us, we are not living to eat. We rather eating to live. We eat to survive. It's not because of food we are alive. No. It's not because of food. We are not to live for food alone. That is the reason why Jesus himself caught that place. In Deuteronomy, man shall not live by bread alone. Bread alone doesn't guarantee your existence. If, 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 if food could guarantee somebody's existence, the rich supposed not to die. They know how to eat assorted food. They have money to, uh, to buy and do. But yet, you will find some people starving in one remote uh, region. Yet, they are alive. They have good health. Meanwhile, those who are eating better food, they are patrolling uh, 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 
Hospital, day in, day out, every week. That is it. We are not eating. We are not living because of food. We are eating to live. There are more to life than eating. So, therefore, you and I must be very, very careful, deliberately, knowing fully well that what actually causes trouble. When after God has created man and put him and the wife in the garden was food. Food is nothing to joke with. Food is nothing to joke with. You don't eat everything. You don't eat everywhere. You don't drink everything. You don't drink everywhere as well. As a child of God. Or else you will eat and drink poisons to your destiny. You will eat poisons. You will drink poisons. Before you, 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 you know it, you are out of the radar. You find yourself in unknown world. So it's a must for you and I to watch over what we eat, what we drink. Uh, we have dwelt much in the book of Judges in the course of this topic. I will still branch there this morning. When you read that uh, chapter 13 of the Judges from verse 5, because of the caliber, the level of the child that is to be born, God told Manuel's wife, the mother of Samson, the angel told her that she should wash over what, when you are reading verse 4, let's read verse 4. Now therefore, please be careful not to drink wine nor similar drink and not to eat anything unclean. Can you see? It was, she was expressly told not to eat anything unclean or drink any, any, any wine or alcoholic of such. She should not take anything of such. Can you see something? Heating is very, very important to us, but not all. Not all things we can eat. We should be careful of where we eat, what we eat. We should be careful. Very, very careful. So also, when John the Baptist was to be born, the same similar instruction was given to Zechariah, Luke chapter 1. The same similar instruction was given to him. When you are reading towards that verse uh, 13, 14 downward, you will find it, in, uh, find it there. The same similar instruction. Why is God not telling them this? In that place, God told them not to drink any alcohol or whatever as well. Can you see now? But, and they said, I mean, God told the mother in this place, that is, uh, judges, not to drink or eat. But in the case of Zachariah, because Zachariah being a priest, cannot be engaging in alcohol. 
So the instruction was sent to the, to the boy. Then if the boy is not to drink or eat anything unclean, what should the parents do? Parents, we need to help our children. That is one of the reasons why the prayer of inquiry is so necessary. We must pray and know the kind of gift God is bringing our way. God is bringing to this world for his purpose through us so that we can help them, nurture them towards that destiny. Proverbs says, train a child the way he should go. That is the way each and every of our children should be, to be, to, 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 should be trained. When they grow, they will not depart from it. You imagine John the Baptist, I mean, Zachariah waking up early in the morning and John the Baptist growing up one year, two years, three years, four years, see the father taking two shots, one shot. As some prophets, so-called prophets are doing today before they, before they climb altar and then thereafter go and speak in tongues on the altar and command miracle. Imagine the boy watching the father going into hotel, sleeping, leaving the mother at home, sleeping with the, 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 the women in the church as a priest. What kind of life would John the Baptist would, uh, uh, have lived? By the time you are reading Matthew, Matthew chapter number 3 verse 4 to be specific, told us he was not clothing with normal clothing that John the Baptist was clothing with the camel's uh, uh, with the camel skin that is it and not that alone the food was a strange, a total strange food very strange kind of food was what he was eating the Bible says he, he wear the leather clothing with camel's hair. Then his food was nothing but locust, imagine, and white honey. Why would John the Baptist eat something like that? I can tell you categorically it's as a result that since the father know the kind of person he's going to be, the father and the mother also have to change their diet. They change their, they kill their appetite on some certain food that can lead that boy away. Because the day the food will not be around, he can go and buy outside. Now the one he cannot find the, the restaurants where they will prepare it is what they were eating. Now he grown up to know that. Then he find his way eating that. Can you see something? So, because uh, the, the, the research shows that you teaching your child what to do or living your, the life you want your child to live is much more important than you, than you just teaching him or her verbally. They watch what we do. They take from us. They take him from us. Yes, not what we say. Hey, daddy says this, but before you know it, daddy do this. You know, you are daddy and mommy. Before you know it, they started playing. That's what it is. 
That is exactly what it is. And they start to behave as daddy is behaving. If the daddy is slapping the mother, you just see the little boy slapping the little girl that is playing to be mommy. If it is cursed, you will start placing cursed. All sort of abusive words. So let us be very, very careful of what we eat, what we drink before those God gifts that God has put in our care. Once you know whom they are, there are things you don't do, there are places you don't go, all because of them, all because of them. After Samson was born, when he got to chapter 14, Samson defied divine order. Samson defiled divine order. By the time you are reading chapter number 14 of the Judges, towards, I mean, verse number 8 and 9, the Bible made it clear that he was going out. Now he started to cross border. Then one day, a lion rose against him, roared against him. Then he killed that lion. Before you know it, another day, he was with his parent going down that way as well, where he has crossed his boundary. Then what happened? He went to check that lion. Then he found onion on, on it. And he started eating it. And the dead thing is unclean for Israelite. Let's not talk of him as a Nazarite. For all the Israelites must not touch such a thing again. How much more? A special species among them. A special species among them. One man army. Read verse 8 and 9. You find it there. He ate that thing and that was it. That was it. That was it. That is how he, be- he became vulnerable. And you know what? He knew that he's supposed not to eat it. He knew it. Not that he didn't know. He knew it. That was the reason why the Bible says he did not tell his parents from where he got the honey. He gave them the honey. He defied the parents. The parents that have because of him for some certain years, they have abstained from some certain foods. They have never eaten unclean things. But he defied them as well. Let's watch over what we eat. It is so much more important. I did mention yesterday how Israel sold his own birthright only because of food. You can, you can give out. That's your divine destiny. On the, platform, on, the, on the platform of food, you can give it out. What is that thing that is like food to you that you know how to... Many people, their own is sexual intercourse. Even that, what you know how to eat, that is what the devil will bait you with. The Bible says the woman look at it and ah, this thing is good for eyes. Why would God restrict us then? She defiled divine order. And that was the end today. That was the end. The Bible talk of Esau in Hebrew. The only good, the only place it was remembered in the, that book of Hebrew 
was how he was categorized to be provane. Provane. You know what provanity means? Blasphemous. Yes, someone swearing wrongly. The Bible says, after he has lost his birthright, when it was time for him to inherit the birthright, then he sought for it. You could not find it again. The Bible says, with bitterness, he looked for it carefully, but it was too late. It was too late. Why? Food. Remember 2 Kings chapter number 13. That very strange prophet from Judah. The man that speaks and there is manifestation instantaneously. I mean, there was manifestation instantaneously. Why? God told him, don't go back that way. But, alas, the reverse was the case. He went back. God spoke to you as a prophet and another prophet claimed to be prophet that you don't know how, how I mean, you, you didn't satisfy, you didn't check, you didn't even read with your spirit man. You don't know, you just believe gullibly like that and you follow him to go and eat when you were told not to eat by God, telling you angel. I'll, between angel and God, which one is more superior? An angel has appeared to me. That was what that man said. And you don't know maybe the angel that appeared to him was actually the angel of, of darkness. Yes, it can be one of the fallen angels that has appeared to him. He might not be lying. He might not be lying. So an angel is an angel. Either angel of light or angel of darkness. And he actually followed the angel of darkness. And that was the end of his life. That was the end of his ministry. The glorious ministry, the glorious uh, uh, mandate truncated. So watch over what you eat. Watch what you eat and watch where you eat. It's not everywhere. He's supposed not to eat in that place. Even if he's to eat at all, he should go on the way. Inside that uh, bush, he will find some kind of fruits he, he could have taken. That is it. Wash what you eat, what you drink, and where you take them. And whatsoever you love eating, if you are a child of destiny, whatever you love eating, don't let people know you too much with it. Don't, don't, don't be too, you see, loud about it to the point that everybody in the whole wide world now know your best food. It's not good for you as a destiny child. I know what I'm talking about. Probably I will tell you something about that tomorrow. God willing. God bless you. Bow down your head. Many of us, we have eaten abominable food to our destiny. Let's talk to God. Father, please help me. First, repent. That Lord, forgive me. I know it is because of what I have eaten. Many people know the reason why their life is like this, as if they are known entities, because that kind says that they went for five minutes enjoyment. That is a food, an abominable food for you indeed. Yes. Some people know that it was when they get engaged in that robbery, and now they are lamenting and then they are lamenting and living their life in prison. Just for the first time. 
Talk to God. Father, please have mercy upon me. Forgive me, O Lord. And please, in your mercy, repair my life. Give me another chance. Give me another chance, Lord. Talk to God. Another food that destroys something is because he, he loves strange women. Yes, he loves women, he loves the women of the enemies. And they have to be the one that kill him. Talk to God, Father, please help me. Thank you, dear God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen, 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 fire. God bless you for your testimonies or for your advice or whatever. You can contact me through the mail, Julius at the table of God's grace.org or through any of these lines, plus 233-560-824656 or plus 233-552-482-187. God bless you. As well, don't forget, Daily Rema will be on YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook very, very soon, and probably Instagram. By God's special grace, just look for Johnson A. Julius official on Facebook, and the rest look for Johnson A. Julius, and uh, you'll find us right there. Subscribe and uh, follow us where necessary. God bless you for being there as well as God blesses you. If this broadcast is blessing you, we need your help. We need better gadgets for the broadcast, especially when because we want to move a bit ahead. So as God blesses you, please and please do well. If you have anything, if God touches you to sow any seed of faith, does assist us. I believe God will replenish your pocket the more as you do that. Amen. I really covet that. God bless you. And I recognize the presence of the wonderful people of God this morning. I can see Katie. God bless you for being there. And I can see Joy. God bless you. You were the first very person to be connected. And then you are still there up to now. God bless you for being there. I can see Flip. I can see Emir. I can see Tyler. I can see Macha. God bless you for being there. Diani, God bless you. Austin, God bless you. Valerie, God bless you. James, God bless you. Jeremy, God bless you. Leon, God bless you all. I pray, no matter how hard the enemy tries, you will never eat abominable food to your destiny in the name of Jesus. Exploit this very wonderful day in our ramifications in his presence and make greater exploits for yourself and for the kingdom in the name of Jesus. My name still remains Johnson Julius. See you tomorrow, God willing. God bless you.